you already know what time it is. Welcome back into the What Offseason Sports Podcast, everybody. Coming on the show today, LA Clippers, LA Lakers talk. I still believe in the Lakers, and there's something that the Clippers should definitely do in this offseason if they want to be able to chase that ring next year. We are taking a break from the NFL today. We just had the entire breakdown, really, of the whole league with the AFC and the NFC breakdown. Those are out for you to catch. Of course, never forget, we're on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts at. And if you're not checking out the link tree and everybody of our social media pages you're missing out on every podcast every piece of content the show is putting out for you let's go and talk about these los angeles clippers let's go ahead and drag them through the dirt get them out of the way no i'm totally kidding guys i'm not here to drag the clippers through the dirt whatsoever because the clippers did it to themselves i think the clippers did it to themselves at the end of the day Kawhi leonard wasn't playing great in the second half if you saw my snip on instagram his second half and his fourth quarter stats were just absolutely absolutely garbage. But a big piece, I believe, that needs to be dealt out is Paul George. The Clippers should trade Paul George this offseason. Now, you look at his career stats. He's a 26-3 and guy, so he's not a terrible player. But you got to look at three key things that have broke since the Clippers have got eliminated. Reports did break saying that Kawhi Leonard is the one and only untouchable Clipper on that roster. Teammates said they had multiple verbal altercations with Paul George during the playoffs. That's going to cause tension on the team. That's going to really set you up to not go into the next round of the playoffs with the right mojo. And having a possible toxic player like that, that's not going to help any championship aspirations whatsoever. And then after blowing the 3-1 lead to the Clippers, this is where you feel like Paul George has lost the loss room. The locker room is not in on Paul George anymore. He gave a speech inside that locker room that was met with quote, eye rolls and bewilderment. These guys don't believe what Paul George is saying anymore. Playoff P. Yeah, I think his appearance was definitely enough to show us all that Paul George is not a championship caliber player before he has the injury, of course. And I don't mean to come on this show and blast Paul George like that, but I think before the injury, Paul George was a championship caliber player, but you look now, and I just think it's hard for Paul George to get back to his old self. And of course, going down with the leg and everything. But I just think in today's day and age, Paul George is not a championship caliber player. I'll give it to him. He's a six-time all-star. He's a two-time all-NBA defensive team, a one-time all-NBA first team. He started every playoff game he's been in. He led the league in steals last year, going into his 11th season. But I've never been a huge advocate of Paul George. Yeah, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's always been able to score the basketball, and he's been a good defensive guy. But what is his defying trait right now in the NBA? An elite scorer? A lockdown defender, a game manager, high-level basketball IQ. I can't personally give him any of these. Like I said just a moment ago, I don't think Paul George is a championship-caliber player. I don't think he was helping the Clippers very much this offseason. It was hard to have the continuity, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, on that roster whenever they were consistently healthy together on the floor playing. And... 
I think Kawhi Leonard does deserve some of this blame as well, but with report with reports breaking that Kawhi Leonard is the only untouchable Clipper on that roster, it seems like the Clippers have already made their mind up. And you know what people tell you. They make their minds up long before they come out and say it, long before they come out and tell you. So I think the Clippers are set on getting Paul George out of there. And in my opinion, if you look between the two, obviously Kawhi is the bigger superstar. I think Kawhi could be the future of the Clippers. I think the Clippers know that and they want to move off of Paul George and I'm an advocate of it. I think they should do it. Go chase a bigger, hotter superstar in the NBA today. And you got to take a look at how things evolved in his career. When the Pacers moved off of Paul George, I believe they were tired of the same old song and dance. He wanted out of OKC after the Portland series. I wouldn't blame him after the way Damian Lillard eliminated them anyways. And then OKC needed to rebuild, starting with dishing out dishing out PG-13 and Russell Westbrook. So at the end of the day, like I said, I think the Clippers need to go chase a bigger, hotter, more championship prone and caliber player to take that squad to the next level. And honestly, they could possibly even look at Doc Rivers as well. It's the third time he's blown the 3-1 lead. If you saw my Instagram snip for that as well, he is not great in game sevens. And honestly, the Clippers have a lot of questions to answer in this offseason. And I think it starts with Paul George. And if it's not him, you got to take a look at Doc Rivers the seven years that he's been there. Lakers are moving on to the NBA Finals. I 100% still believe in them. They are the NBA champions. If you caught my NBA bubble predictions a couple months back, a month back or so, whenever it was, I had the Lakers and the Bucks going to the Finals, of course course, we see the Bucks being eliminated. I still think the LA Lakers are the best team in the NBA. LeBron James should have won the MVP, not Giannis Attentacumpo. Wait until after the season to give away the MVP. I know people tell me all the time the MVP is a regular season award, this, this, and that, but are you really truly the best player in the league if you're not pushing your team towards a championship? And I'm sorry, you're not pushing towards a championship if you don't get past the second round of any playoffs. And that's what Giannis has not done. Yes, he got to the ECF, but this year, truly, if he was truly to win MVP back-to-back -back years, you were probably a dominant player, right? I'm not saying Giannis wasn't a dominant player, but to get his team over the hump and actually get to the finals... That's where I have to give it to LeBron James because he is in the NBA Finals now. I'm still high on the Lakers. They are the best bubble team left. I cannot and I will not doubt LeBron James in the postseason until he starts proving otherwise. And a great stat actually just broke today. The last 10 times LeBron James has made the playoffs... He's went to the finals every single time. Every time that man can make it past the regular season, he's got his mindset on one thing. It's championship or bust. I'm at least getting to the title and I'm going to play my ass off to win it. And I think the Lakers are doing that this year. Anthony Davis is playing his mind out. Some of the best basketball he's played in his career this far. And he has an amazing supporting cast. You see Rajon Rondo, Danny Green, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, Dion Waiters, KCP, Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso. I think one of my favorite things about this Lakers team is I love seeing tenured veterans who went kind of under the radar for a few years now get their spotlight again. You think Rajon Rondo at one point in this league was the best point guard. You take a look at Danny Green from the Spurs to the Raptors now pushing for his third title with a third team. JaVale McGee, I thought he fell off the face of the earth. Was he really going to have a surefire starting role in the NBA again? Yes, the hell he does. Look at him with 
with the Lakers being one of their very important big forces down low. Dwight Howard on his second stint with the LA Lakers. He was arguably the best big man in the league for quite some time there, even when he went from Orlando then over to the Lakers. He wanted he is one of the most important big men in that rotation for Los Angeles. And then Deion Waiters, he didn't work really anywhere else in the NBA. He works in Los Angeles. KCP seeing him finally get a chance, a talented player that we know he used to be and arguably still kind of is, be able to push for his way to get to the NBA Finals. And then Kyle Kuzma, a young guy who I think is still earning his stripes in Los Angeles. And then Alex Caruso, who burst onto the scene this year for the Lakers. So a young you got, you got a good mix of young and old here, but the veterans are super veterans in AD and LeBron, and just being able to see all these superstars come together, some that really used to be primed and some that are young, form a championship caliber team like this, I don't think the Lakers can be stopped. I wouldn't even look at the roster, guys. You go look at this entire Lakers roster, and you can argue every player on this roster is talented. The path is clear for the Lakers now. The Clippers are gone. The Bucks are gone. The Mavericks are gone. The Lakers are the best bubble team left right now. And honestly, there are just no real obstacles that should stand in their way. This should be the easiest year that LeBron James can get to the NBA Finals. He is easily, undoubtedly, the best player and the best team left in the bubble is the Los Angeles Lakers. That's going to wrap up today's episode of the What Offseason Sports Podcast, everybody. I appreciate y'all so much for tuning in for this packed episode I was able to put together for y'all today. Of course, never forget all of our platforms, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever your podcasts are at. And like I said, if you're not checking out the link tree in the Instagram bio, guys, you're missing every bit of What Offseason content we're putting out there for you. DM me on Instagram, hit me up on Facebook, on Twitter, or even on LinkedIn as well. Go find us out there. Engage with the show. Comment, subscribe, anything that you interact with on the show. I'm right there to talk back to you guys. Of course, tune in next week for another episode of the What Off Season Sports Podcast. This is What Off Season signing out, everybody.